Hello, my name is John Rowe, and I'm excited to bring you this very special bonus episode of the 90-Day Challenge. Throughout the 90-Day Challenge, we have been seeking to grow in the lifestyles of worship, community, and mission. Intentional seasons like the 90-Day Challenge are a great way to be formed in these rhythms as we commit to growing in these areas as a church community. We all need these seasons where we simplify what we're doing to focus on what matters most. And there is another rhythm that I want to talk about today that believers and churches have been engaging with for hundreds of years. It's called Ash Wednesday and Lent. Today, I want to share with you about these rhythms and why we practice them as a local church along with other churches around the world. But before we do that, Let's take a moment to pause and be still, to breathe slowly, and to recenter our scattered senses upon the presence of God. God, help us to remember that you want to speak with us. As we listen to today's reflection, help us to learn what it means to be your disciple. As we seek to create new habits, help us to remember that your grace is sufficient for us when we inevitably fall short. Take a few moments to add your own prayers or continue to sit in the presence of God. As I mentioned earlier, we all need intentional seasons where we get back to the basics. And churches all over the world have this regular rhythm that happens every year and have been doing this for centuries. And it's called the liturgical calendar. Its simple goal is to just engage and re-engage us with the gospel, which is at the heart of what we believe. And when we take regular steps to intentionally engage with the gospel, we start to draw closer to Jesus and understand his message for us more deeply. Now, you may have heard of the main parts of the liturgical calendar called Christmas and Easter, but here are those parts along with all the other parts of this rhythm. So we have Advent, which leads us into Christmas, and Epiphany, Ash Wednesday, Lent, Palm Sunday, Good Friday, Easter, and Pentecost. And I don't have enough time to dive into all of these specific moments in the calendar. So we're just going to focus today on Ash Wednesday, which is the start of Lent. But before I talk about what Ash Wednesday is, I want to tell you why these rhythms have been so important in my life, as well as many other Christians around the world. Life can be so busy. I have kids, family, work, friends, and events all crying out for my attention. The world and culture are also screaming for my attention. And over time, we can become formed into the rhythms of these things, and they can end up telling us what we should do, how we should do it, and even when we should do it. St. Augustine used a phrase in his writings called in curvitas in se, which means curved in on oneself. If I can update this phrase, literally means we are consumed with ourselves. The liturgical calendar and other similar practices 
Help us to stop being consumed with ourselves and help us to reorient our lives. This rhythm has helped me over the past several years to stop the noise that is screaming for my time and attention and to start keeping time with Jesus. We don't let our busy schedules form us. We let these elongated seasons of re-engaging with the gospel be at the heart of our pursuit of knowing Christ, allowing space for the work of the Holy Spirit to take root in our lives. Now, let's talk about Ash Wednesday. I often get asked, what is Ash Wednesday? Or why do churches have Ash Wednesday when it's not even in the Bible? Correct, it is not actually in the Bible, but all the ways we worship at an Ash Wednesday service are in the Bible. Ashes specifically were seen as a sign of repentance throughout the Bible, but mainly in the Old Testament. In the book of Job chapter 42, after God has revealed himself to Job, he responds by saying, my ears have heard of you, but now my eyes have seen you. Therefore, I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. So all that to say, no one knows exactly when this rhythm of Ash Wednesday and Lent actually started. It started sometime in the 300s AD as a response to Christianity becoming the national religion of Rome. Suddenly, there were a lot of people who started to claim they were Christians for political reasons. The church and actual Christians came up with a discipleship track of sorts that basically said, hey, you want to be a Christian? Why don't you start by putting ashes on your forehead, fast for 40 days, and confess your sin daily so you can start to understand the sacrifice of Christ. And that is how we ended up with this yearly rhythm of the Ash Wednesday and Lent. So what exactly happens at an Ash Wednesday service? Well, we start out by acknowledging God and his lordship over our lives. He is the creator over everything. He is holy, set apart, and worthy of our praise. In light of that truth, we recognize our own brokenness and respond with prayers of confession and repentance. We corporately declare our need for Jesus and that we can't live without him. We then have a time of hearing from the word of God as we are assured of his truths and are called into deeper understanding of Christ's sacrifice. We finally end our service with the meaningful act of coming to have ashes put on our foreheads as a sign that we are nothing. We are dust and ashes. Yet, in that, Christ calls us out of the ashes and into repentance to receive the gospel and to enter into a deeper relationship with him. I often say that this is the most experiential worship service we have at New Life during the year because of the different acts of worship we engage with throughout the service. So as I close today, I want to share the vision that I like to give at the beginning of our Ash Wednesday services. And it's simply this, that this service is not a burden or a requirement. It is not another way to demonstrate our religious performance for God. It isn't even an attempt to earn God's favor. Rather, it is an invitation for the Spirit to deepen his work in us. Let's be a church that joins in with the unity of the body of Christ with churches all over the world 
who allow the Spirit to deepen its work in us. Let us be a church that responds the way Job did when we encounter the vastness of who God is and draw close to him in relationship by starting with repentance. I want to invite you into the participation of Lent that starts with Ash Wednesday so we can be formed into the disciples and followers of Christ that live out lifestyles of worship, community, and mission. So before we close, let's take a moment to pause and consider what idea you may want to take away from today's reflection. Is there a step of obedience that you want to take today in response to any of this? Father, help us to live as your children, secure in your love. Jesus, help us to live as you did, loving God with all our hearts, soul, mind, and strength. Spirit, help us to live in the power of God, forsaking self-reliance and putting all our hope in you. Amen.